solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is Potter Watch. I wanted to do something weird. I was about to. I sensed it. But I didn't. I I held back. I held back. Especially since I usually, like, sometimes lately I've just been, like, saying it's another podcast. But the podcast I'm most interested in right now is My Favorite Murder. And I felt like that would just, like, really skew things. Although it does give me some weird perspectives on Snape in this chapter. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I'm excited to hear. I noticed when I, like, go back and listen, a lot of times I'll just do, like, a woo after we, like, say, like, Potter Watch. I'm like, yeah. why do I do that? I, I feel like I need to fill some sort of void that's not Right. There. That's why I change it up sometimes. It just needs to be more exciting. Yeah. Well, we're doing... Exciting stuff today. Chapter 24, um, Oculumency, which I have a really hard time saying. I'm just going to breeze past it. Do you want to come with up with a fun nickname for it? Like Aki Docky? Sure. His Aki Docky <laughs> class. His Aki's. <laughs> yeah, it's like Omnioculars. <laughs> you, you sold that one. Hmm? You got it. That one's set. Yeah, that one's fine. Occlumency. It's hard. It's a hard word to say. It's like too many vowels. It, it gets caught in your in your throat. But is there something behind you? Something. Oh, it's like a little tap. It's something fluttering. fluttering. I don't know. A tap, tap, tap on the window. Oh, look! Get your treats ready. We got a little owl. Welcome to the Owlry. I just want everyone to know that Molly said it so genuinely, and I knew that there was could possibly be nothing behind me. But she was, like, ready to win, like, an Oscar over here. She was like, is there something behind you? Thank you. Yeah. At least a Grammy for this voice work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Is there podcast awards? Yeah. Nominate us <laughs> with our 300 listeners. I think they're, listeners. like, Webbies or something like that. <laughs> Um, Tabs messaged us. Tabitha. Tabby. Tabby. Hello, Ravenclaw. Tabby Cat. <laughs> Hashtag. So, um, sorry if you don't want to be called Tabby Cat. I will, <laughs> I will strike it from the record. Hashtag, um, Claw Club, which I responded to her with a sign that was like, just made that up, which I did. And claw in club. the moment. Hashtag Claw Club. It's fine. Um, so Tabitha is... New to the show, so she's, like, catching up on the first couple books, um, which she said she did in a week, which I'm concerned for your health, Tabs. I, like, I also could never listen to us, I think, and only us for a week. That is, like, 40 but I'm, hours I'm of- I'm flattered. <laughs> I'm flattered, because this is how I'm binging my favorite murder right now. And I happen to really enjoy their voices, but they are like TV slash radio people. Yeah. So I, I'm just flattered that anybody would want to, and that's Prius cutting that's our chewing. That's our misophonia. That's our misophonia years. So like, <laughs> honestly, Tabs, you deserve an award. <laughs> just kidding. You're all here because you enjoy listening to our dulcet tones. All right. Well, so she had a couple of things to draw to her attention, some of which I honestly didn't really remember, but mm-hmm. um, glad to be reminded. The first one, I do remember, though, Nagini, the zoo snake. Um, like, if Nagini is the zoo snake. And she was like, so JKR apparently tweeted about this. I don't have a Twitter. Also, new knowledge since Fantastic Beasts 2 has been out. But even prior to Fantastic Beast movies, Nagini couldn't have been the zoo snake because the zoo snake is a boa constrictor and brown and Nagini is green, some kind of viper and venomous, not a boa. Which I think we knew that uh, yeah. it wasn't. We but... either said that we knew on the podcast or were like willfully ignorant because we liked the theory. That's what I responded which I think to her. I is, said I just like it. Um, interesting. Um, and then a whole thing on the pronunciation of Kanut. Or some people say nut. nut. Uh, <laughs> she was like, this I hate. So I love Jim Dale and I think he does a fantastic job narrating the books. 
However, he also goes back and forth. Personally, it should be pronounced nut because who in their right mind would pronounce the K, but JD does say Kanut. Um, in the first HB book, but in the second or maybe third, he says nut and then goes back to Kanut later in the books. So even he is unclear on the actual way to say the silly word. Um, and then, but I still like Kanut. So I sorry, Tabs. I think it's funny. I really don't care about the pronunciation of the words. And it seems to be such a huge thing in the Harry Potter, like, yeah. world. Like, people care about Accio versus Asio and Forenzi yeah. and Friends. Like, I just could go either way. Like, I don't remember if I say nut or cannot Some of anymore. them I definitely go back and forth on. And I would say for the most part I don't care until somebody brings it up to me and then I feel, like, defensive. But if no one says anything, I'm like, I don't... If someone says it differently than me, I usually don't think anything of it. I really think I only care with the character names. So, like, if people is pronouncing, like, Hermione... Are pronouncing Hermione wrong, then that's kind well, of annoying. Hermione. Hermione. Which I guess everyone pronounced it like that in their heads pre-movie or pre-audiobook, but it's clearly Hermione. Like, that's a name <laughs> that was already in place before Harry Potter. <laughs> like, there's no real... Um, cost of a broomstick. She says it's roughly $16,000 for a firebolt. Um, and it's like, she was like, it makes sense because it's like a key mode of transportation, kind of like a car would cost that much. Um, and then the next one was Riddle staying over the summer. I don't think he ever did because he ends up searching for the Horcruxes, getting a job during his fifth and sixth years. Summers, as far as, as, far as him saying prior to that, I doubt it given he's now just asking to do it in his fifth year. I guess we were, like, debating if he stayed at Hogwarts in the summer. Yeah, I have no... No memory. No recollection. But good to know he didn't. <laughs> Honestly, it's like a brain dump. Our friend Serafina, friend of the podcast, will message us about things that, like... There'll be episodes we just posted, but yeah. we recorded them, They're like, like two, four, weeks. two to four weeks ago. <laughs> and we're, like who I have no Did idea I, say that? I have no idea what my <laughs> argument was I'm passionate and I feel what I feel in the moment and and I could argue the opposite the next day and right. not know I did the other my one. opinion apparently changes like the wind and some I things can't. I know I'm consistent on but some things I'm like I was just feeling that I was just feeling that that day and a lot of times we'll take each other's opposite arguments yeah. on accident because we like well we like to argue or are we just, <laughs> like, of kind us. of seeing, like, the yes. argument or, like, where it could go. Yeah. Um, and then this one I kind of, like, remember, um, but not really. Um, how do Tom and Hagrid know each other? Oh, because he's like, what are you doing here, Tom? Right. Like, <laughs> um, very, like, friendly. Um, and she was like, it's like you said, Tom was a prefect, so he's going to be well-known. And then Hagrid's a half-giant boy, so I'm sure everyone in the school knew him. Valid. Or at least of him. Similar to HP. Um, and with them being in rival houses, I'm sure there was some bullying that went on as well. Yikes. Um, <laughs> she also gave a shout out to, like, the Ice and Fire GOT narrator, if you like the audiobooks, that those are good. And I think you said the same thing, Alex. That I said what? That they were good audiobooks to listen to, or you didn't like them? I... Sorry, Tabs. I said that they were weird. I don't know if there are multiple readers, and maybe she had a better one than I did, but I didn't like the one that I had. She said he recently passed away. Well, you could have said that before I disparaged their name you on the You read the message before me. <laughs> um, yes, but... You've mentioned it, and now I look like an asshole. No, well, I was saying that to, like, jog your memory if you knew yeah. the person was, like... Well, <laughs> no longer know. with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, don't mean to hate on any, um, speak ill of the dead, but, um... Yeah, I was, not not a, I was not a huge fan. I will give them another try, though, because I do really want to read them all, because I've only read the first two, and I, like, just don't have enough time to read through all of the Game of Thrones books yeah. right now. So it would be really nice if I could just listen to them on audiobook. So thanks, Tabs, for the message. When you eventually catch up to this part of the episode, or if you're sick of us by now and you never got here, we forgive you. R.I.P. But we understand. <laughs>
All right. All righty. No more owls for right now, but send them in. Yeah, send them in. Let us know. Chat with us. We'll talk about you, obviously, for like minutes of the time. Um, uh, and um, last call again. <laughs> uh, send in um, stuff about fan fiction that you want me to think up ships that you like, all of such business and such things so that I can create a list and get... I feel like you've already created the list. Huh? In, like, real time. In listener time. You've probably already made it. I've probably already made it, but it's always nice to... Just tell us anyway. Tell us anyway, and so I can get a better idea, because, you know, lists can always grow, and I'm going to try to make it interactive. So if you guys, you know, it's going to be a Google Doc or Google Excel, something shareable that we can add to. So I'm going to try to make it so, like, you guys can submit fix that you've read and you like, and we can add it to, like, our collective fun. Do a Google form. Ooh, maybe. I'm about to do one to get contact information from people. And they just submit it, and then it goes onto like, a spreadsheet oh i've never i've never used a google we use them form. at work no oh big deal. okay i love a google form look at me stuck in the world of docs and excel don't know what a google form is i had my first um google what's it called conference the google chat oh i don't know if i've ever done that yeah it's just like a yeah, it's like a place to conference, and I had like I was auditioning through that, and I was just very concerned. Like they send you a link, and then you click on it Seems at a specific like an time. Awful way to audition. Yeah, the lighting was very bad. I felt bad. I was like, this is all I have. It was on a cloudy day, and I only had my room, so I was like, well, I'm sorry if the lighting's really bad. She was like, no, I've already seen it. This is not important, but um, yeah. Google Great. Hangout, that's what it's called. Oh, yeah, I think I have done that before. Okay. Chapter 24. I forget what the actual title is. It's something I can't say. Oh, uh, oh occlumency. You know, I always think there's a U before the Yeah, L. I think... Occlumency. Occlumency. So much easier to say now. Yeah, I think you just have, like, you have it a thing in your head yeah. that it's... Yeah. I added a U. Yeah. But I'm not going to call it that anyway. Aki's. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna rename it. Oh, what sorry. what's your rename? Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Smooth transition goes right over my head. Um mm. <laughs> It's always nice when you laugh before you say it. Defense against external penetration. Sorry, it was a direct quote. Excuse me. <laughs> it was a direct quote. There's so much in this chapter that is just, and I don't know if it was the lens at which I was reading it, but it just, there's a lot going on and we have to delve into it, but. What did you rename it? I renamed, <laughs> I renamed it. <laughs> I renamed it Mind Over Master. <laughs> wow they really pair together right um there's just a lot going on and yep actually my first um my first note is about this so i just wanted to address it up front but let's let's summarize the oh, chapter yeah, yeah. so they know why we're giggling so much. Yeah, what happens? What happens? You want to tell us in a 575? Sirius versus versus Snape. Lagil versus Akla Mency. <laughs> Harry versus his mind. I like... Those are all of the things. Oh, I like... Uh, what was your middle line? Lagil versus Akla, Akla. Mency. <laughs> the Mency's supposed to be for both of them, but yeah, you know, couldn't fit it all in. So. <laughs> no, I got it. I felt it. And you? What did you think happened? <laughs> what, what I think, <laughs> like the, um, like I have a different, um, a different view on the situation. Um, um, cursed dreams haunt the air. The desperate dog in despair. Defiant oh. minds snared. Wow. Thank you. I. 
the kid I was picking up from the bus, the bus was 20 minutes late today. So I had quite some time to come up with that. You should frame that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm quite proud of that one. You should cross-stitch that. <laughs> cross-stitch. Um, we're starting a cross-stitching business from our haikus. <laughs> Every podcast I listen to, listeners always send I know cross-stitches. What is that? We don't have a app kind of follower base, so we're just going to make our own cross-stitch, yeah. sadly. We're really big fans of ourselves. And post them <laughs> and post it on Instagram. But I just think that's a funny thing in general. Like, I don't know if that's just like a podcasting thing, but a lot of... Maybe because you can do it while you listen to a podcast. Yes. But. I also just think, like, I, I've been saying this a lot, like, the Venn diagram of people that, like, sit and listen to podcasts all day and, like, people that cross-stitch, like, people. the middle segment feels very strong. I mean, I used to cross-stitch in my day. That does not surprise me. <laughs> but, like, I used to knit. I feel like that's a similar... I tried to knit, and I wasn't good at it. I liked knitting and crocheting. I really liked... Because I am always fiddling with my hands. So it was yeah. really nice, like, anxiety to do with your hand thing. But <clears throat> again, but I never finished things. Like it was never yeah. about the completion. It was literally just a task to do with my hands. Like I have so many half finished scarves. You guys don't even know. Um, that's what she said. It was never about the completion. It was just something to do with her hands. <sighs> wow. <laughs> it's not about the size. It's about what you do with it. What was your first note that you alluded to earlier? Yes. Um, also, do you guys hear my sexy, sick voice right now? Yeah, it's very sexy. Okay, so it's not actually my first note because I was looking at the wrong page. So it, it'll come up in the middle of my okay. notes. We'll as, be ready. As things come oh, up in the dude. middle of this chapter. Okay. Um, I didn't <laughs> mean it. In that way. I don't know how you meant it, I to meant be it, honest. like, as things, like, ha like, as, like, the part that we're speaking Climax, about. Climax. But, like, plot-wise. I just can't. The, but this is how I feel, when like, this whole... Thickens. I just... <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I just feel like there was, like, no other way to write this chapter. Like, I feel like it had to be this way. But it is also, like, not good. <laughs> like, not in, like, the chapter's bad, but I just, everything can be taken dirty in this scene. I guess. Just, I don't know if I had the same lens. Well, I think also, I, because I, I've talked about, I know I've talked about this before in the podcast. This scene in the movie is also like this. It's also, yeah. like can be viewed in the same lens and it's so weird i just think it's strange anyway we'll get there when we get there we're really teasing it up and it's not even that big of a deal you'll see i have some choice words to highlight um would harry have done something about like what he was saying about creature like is there something he could have done differently like to be like something's not right with like, this whole creature thing. Well, I don't think he's confident enough in yeah. his theory to say anything But right if now. he was, like, what could he even do? Because, yeah, I don't think Sirius is going to do anything. And then, if not Sirius, then, like, who would he tell I think Lupin to? would have been probably, like, oh, a good yeah. sound mind to tell about yeah. it. But, um... <clears throat> but, yeah, I think Harry probably thinks he's being paranoid or just he has so much else going on and he's so down on himself right now that he just really is doesn't have the confidence to say anything about it but i i do say good on harry for figuring it out like, yeah or just being conscious of yeah it. cognizant of it okay poor Sirius, like on the downer from his like manic episode yeah last chapter we all knew this like fall was gonna come because he's just he was riding such a high that he just need and i it just makes so much sense him, like, going and hanging out with um, Buckbeak with her wings. Yeah. It, I don't know. I just think J.K. Rowling handles mental health so well in these books. Like, it's just so clear. She knows exactly what she's talking about and exactly yeah. what it feels like. 
and she's able you just she's able to write it and I think a lot of people don't give kids or in children's literature like I know that we're like past kind of this as being for kids right but it's still like youth it's still youth and I don't think people give them enough credit to understand that kind of thing or talk about this going on and not only with the kids but like kids recognizing this in people that are like their parents or their guardians and stuff like that which I don't know it's just very serious and I'm not saying I picked up on all of that when I was younger which I because I didn't yeah but but at least it's there but it's there and then you can recognize it if it comes up in your life when you get older you have like some kind of um framework framework yeah to handle this or to understand it and I think that's so important (laughs) um but i do think like serious with snape like choose your battles like he's obviously just looking for a fight right now yeah i mean it's like when he's like um i you don't give orders my house like he just told harry to sit like calm calm down well yeah i mean i think I think Sirius, though, is also looking to pick a fight. No, I'm saying oh, Sirius is looking yeah, to pick Yeah, a well, fight. Sirius can't take out anything on anybody in the house. Right. So, yeah, he's looking for, he's looking to fight with Snape. Because yeah. he already hates Snape. And Snape is ready to give it to him. Right. At any given moment. Because Snape is always ready to... For a fight. To egg on Sirius. Because he... And, Snape knows exactly how to attack Sirius, which is unfortunate because it's such a sensitive place for Sirius right right now, and he's so vulnerable about it, and Fred and George just did this to him. So I I just think, I think this read-through, more than ever, I can really see the trajectory of why Sirius makes, like, the decision he makes later. He just keeps on being, like... See, I, I know that's why, like, Harry kind of blames Snape and stuff like that, but I think Sirius would have gone there no matter what. I, I'm not saying this is the only reason. I'm saying it's a bunch of compounded, like, all, every, like, he was already feeling like this. And then it just keeps on being brought up and we keep seeing how he's reacting to it. We just know I think it's her giving us clues that's where he's going, but I think Sirius as a character, like, no matter what he was feeling or anything, like, as soon as he knew that Harry was in danger at the ministry, he yeah, was gonna go there. I see what you're saying. Yes. But I do think, like, J.K. Rowling is hinting at that yeah. by, by saying that thing. Yeah. Um, I know you like to feel involved. Like, I like Snape's art. It's sort of like when Malfoy argues. It's like, sometimes when you get a really good jab in, you're like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> only, oh, yeah. only from the standpoint of, like, when you're arguing with someone, you, that, I you don't feel know. feel good about it. Yeah, but I, I, I'm not, clearly I'm not rooting for Snape in this moment, but I'm like, oh, that was a good one. I'm not rooting so for Sirius either, though. They're, well, they're both, well, that's what I said. The, the worst part about this argument that Snape is making and that Sirius is making is that they're both they're both right and they're both wrong. Like they're both being immature and they're both behaving incorrectly, but they're not neither of them is wrong about what they're talking about. Yeah. I just said it's like low blow for low blow and it's like worse than Malfoy and Harry in some yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's so immature and it makes you be like, come on, like you're adults. And Snape never behaves like an adult, and Sirius really never behaves like an adult. Unless, well, sometimes he does. Right, but I'm not saying, like, not Snape. in this not in this instance. Not ever yeah, with Snape. Not. And not ever with someone that he views to be a threat in, like, the same way as Snape, you know? Right. He just can't. Well, I think for both of them, like, they both trigger their, like, insecurities, like, Go so right back bad. Yeah, they just kind school. of... Um, what's that word? Um, re- recede. No, that's not the word I'm thinking of. Um, re- relapse. Yeah. No, like when you regress. like regress. They both yes. just regress. Thanks, Siri. Graph. Um, but uh, Sir- um, Sirius says like, why can't Dumbledore teach Harry? Doesn't Sirius know like why Dumbledore can't? 
I don't think Sirius does. Oh, okay. Because Dumbledore's kind of keeping him in the dark, too. Mm-hmm. In the doghouse, so to speak. Yikes. But I do think... I don't know. I wish Sirius wouldn't let Snape get to him like this. And I... and I, Because I like the moment at the beginning when Sirius starts to defend Harry. But then it becomes an instance of somebody making someone else's pain about them. Yeah. Like, this is not about Harry, Sirius, the way you're going about right. this. This is about you. Like, and you're using Harry don't as use a, Harry's, like, situation as an, as, an ex, an ex, as an excuse. It's, it's like, low, and it's, it looks, it's a bad look. I, and I really hate when adults do this mm-hmm. with kids. They're like, this is my kid. Like, I'm defending my kid. Right. And that really gets to me because it's like, they don't need that from you right now. And I know that this is way later, but I think the way Lupin handles this is the best way to help and support Harry without making it about them. Because right. there's nothing that can be changed about the situation that Snape has to teach him occlumency. So Harry going into it with a better outlook and with no the knowledge that like Harry... they want him to do this. Yeah, that they want him to do this and that... If there is a problem, you can obviously tell me about it, but don't assume that there's a problem going in. Right. I mean, because I said, like, it's definitely warranted based on previous abuse of mm-hmm. Snape for Sirius to say that. Right. But it's like, what are you doing, Sirius, right now? Like, you're doing it in a bad way, first yeah. of all, and it's not coming from, yeah, like you're saying, a place of... I mean, he does obviously care about Harry, but he right. wants an excuse to say something back to Snape mm-hmm. and to, like, try and be... Um, like the big, yeah, big dog in the room. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad for Harry, like, standing up too serious and being like, what are you doing? Because I would have wanted to, like, kind of see serious, like, curse Snape. Right? But, <laughs> you, but then it's also just, like, Harry should not be the one oh, having to, not. like, stand in the middle of them right now. Like, it makes me really, like, mad at serious because, and, and not that I'm not mad at Snape, but I just this from yeah Snape. I expect it from Snape like but I also understand that if you're already in a depressive state and Sirius isn't about he just like can't control it right and it's a similar thing to like I give Harry a pass a lot because it's like we've talked about this with his past abuse he should be way more messed up than he already is like Sirius has past abuse and he spent 12 years in Azkaban so yeah. his depression I'm sure is like when he's low he is real low yeah so I mean it's an explanation but not like an excuse for what he's doing right right um Okay, I'm on the night bus now. Oh, so I had you have one or two notes for yeah. dinner. Um, Harry's like, I'm sitting one person away from Sirius. There's no way I can possibly have this conversation with him. Like, you can make time. Like, just take yeah. him aside, like, after dinner. Like, I if don't... you really wanted to have that conversation with him, you could have, like, found a moment to do it. Right. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know about it. And then, this is just one of the most, like, frustrating things upon a reread, is when Sirius gives him the package and is like, use this, like, if Snape's bothering you, that, like, tell him, like, this is a way for us to communicate without Umbridge knowing, like, like, and, and, and then I'm mad at Harry because Harry won't even look at it. He just, like, basically throws it out, like, in his trunk, and it's like... Things could have been so different if you had both just been a little bit better at communicating. Well, Um, I think Sirius doesn't set Harry up for success because, again, this is a situation where because Sirius reacted so volatilely, Harry takes that and is like, there's no way if anything goes wrong, I can ever tell Sirius. Yeah, I can't confide in him now. Right. Because he's just gonna, and this, this is another thing that really pisses me off. And it goes along with that same thing that I was saying earlier about, like, people making somebody else's trauma about them, is it, um, any Downton Abbey fans, I'm about to make a tangent, but, um, it, when Anna is raped in Downton Abbey and her husband, Bates, 
um, Mr. Bates, um, who I genuinely, genuine, generally love, but Anna like can't tell him. Like she's more yeah. terrified of telling him because he, she thinks he's gonna like kill him and, and then like, go take to on all of that. Yeah, and then go to jail. And so she is like stuck. She has no one to turn to. And when you put a loved one in that position, then you are not being a good partner or in this case guardian because oh, yeah. they have no one to go to. So. I, and I, I wish Harry would have confided in Lupin um, or that Lupin still had that place in Harry's life or ever really did. Yeah. Um, because I do think Lupin would have been the best person for this in this whole situation because right. he does handle it correct. But Sirius just, I wouldn't tell Sirius either. Sirius is my last family. I wouldn't, and and Snape sets Harry up to be like, oh uh, yeah, and Lucius already saw you come right. out once. Like, there's no way it's way too dangerous. And Harry already had that in his mind that he didn't want to risk Sirius, and then Sirius explodes. Yeah, and he just has now lost the trust that Sirius will make good decisions. Right. Before he didn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, obviously, a lot of it's like circumstantial with like what's going on, but. Right. And this is not to like hate on Sirius, but I do think he didn't think. Like, he didn't set himself up to be there for Harry the way yeah. he needed to be. Because this just, yeah. And I, I do wish that he would have used this and that this gift could have been more like a... Like, I just want to check in with you and, like, talk to you. Right. Here's the way to do that. But like instead, like the way like, Siri said it was like, this is to tell, tell me, me about like, Snape. Like, yeah. just, you know, like, let's have, like, a shit talk Snape party. Yeah. And then I'll come there so and So I have Snape a reason up. to, yeah. like, do something. Right. I'm so Harry, night. yeah, completely. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm at the night bus now. So Madam March, she's drunk, yeah? <laughs> oh, is that what you think? I think she, like... Oh, I thought it was just, like, car sickness because the night bus is oh, so... Oh, maybe. But I, in my head, I was like, mm. <laughs> she's hungover or drunk, and she's... They're dropping her off at the pub. I supposed was... to be her house. <laughs> oh, yeah, she is being dropped off at the pub. Um, I was wondering if, like, she was on the bus last time because her name always sounds familiar That's what I'm saying. Me. Like, she's the, like, the one drunk person that's always on your train. <laughs> like, just a straight-up mess. <laughs> Madam Mark. We're just severely hungover. Yeah. I love that we get more Stan, though. Oh, Stan Schumbeig. Kind of wish this is how we left it. Kind of hate that she brings him back again in the seventh one. I think it is, like, a cool thing to bring him back for this. Because, like, to show that, like, that difference about people you know and about yeah. you know random people in the world i think and it's, it's not somebody you're close to necessarily right i think it is kind of important i think it shows harry's character a lot his take on the whole stand thing especially when he's talking to the minister i just love yeah i love when harry gets political yeah um but yeah so i i don't i i wish we didn't i wish we, he could stay the stand that we all <laughs> l love but um maybe he goes back to that I hope so. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I hope so. I'm at the, like, thank God for Lupin's steadfastness. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I just think... I love Lupin so much. This reread has also favored Lupin a lot. Yeah. In my eyes. Like, he's always been one of my favorite characters, but I think he gets forgotten as one of my favorite characters. Right. And, I, and like, this book, like, you don't even really think about Lupin that much, but, um, because it's more, like, serious-oriented, but mm -hmm. he has some really good moments. I mean, obviously at the end, but, um, with Harry, like, that's a really powerful moment, but... Yeah. I love mm. me. I love my wolf boy. I need to get his wand. But not before Johnson. Hashtag wands for Johnson. Jinx. Our commercial. You know what we should do for merch on this podcast that no one would buy? We should design and make 
an Angelina Johnson wand. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like a shirt that says hashtag wands for Johnson. That, that would too. be fun if we could like make a wand. Though. Well, I think you can't like there you are like 3D printer. I think there are like Etsy shops where you can like design your own wand or something like mm-hmm. that. That would be a lot. To it's going to be sold for $1,000. It's limited edition just for you, Johnson. We're going to pick up some twigs from the ground and... <laughs> and we're, yeah, we're going to do that trick, that wand trick that you do in, you know, with like hot glue and like a a, uh, a chopstick. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just going to paint it. It's going to be real gnarly looking. Yeah, it's going to be real cool. Look out for it. <laughs> In so six months. Only people on a certain tier of our Patreon will have access to the wands for John's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs> we just, we would be happy enough if you guys could give us a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> so, With a do. comment. <laughs> you can do it while listening. <laughs> um, instead of remedial potions, I would have just said I had detention with Snape. <laughs> Yeah, that's much more powerful. Well, I think hair, well, I think Snape's probably gonna just tell everybody that he's oh. in remedial potions anyway. He definitely so is. he might as well own up to it. He tells Malfoy. Harry wondered why Cho was asking him this. I love this scene because it comes right. It interrupts the thought that Harry is concerned that people will think he's stupid. And I, of course, am feeling sympathy about this. I'm like, oh, yeah, it would suck that people thought you were stupid. But then it takes him so long to realize Cho. Like, why would she bring up Hogsmeade, Harry? Come on. Like, and she, like, she's not being subtle. Like, it is... Harry, I just... Can we please put in a clip? Because it's so embarrassing for him. Had a good Christmas? asked Cho. Yeah, not bad, said Harry. Mine was pretty quiet, said Cho. For some reason, she was looking rather embarrassed. Um, there's another Hogsmeade trip next month. Did you see the notice? What? Oh, no, I haven't checked the notice board since I got back. Yes, it's on Valentine's Day. Right, said Harry, wondering why she was telling him this. Well, I suppose you want to... Only if you do, she said eagerly. Harry stared. He had been about to say, I suppose you want to know when the next DA meeting is. But her response did not seem to fit. I, uh, he said. Oh, it's okay if you don't, she said, looking mortified. Don't worry. I, I'll see you around. She walked away. Harry stood staring after her, his brain working frantically. Then something clunked into place. Cho! Hey, Cho! He ran after her, catching her halfway up the marble staircase. Uh, do you want to come into Hogsmeade with me on Valentine's Day? Ooh, yes, she said, blushing crimson and beaming at him. Right, well, well, that's settled then, said Harry. And feeling that the day was not going to be a complete loss, loss or all, he headed off to the library to pick up Ron and Hermione before their afternoon lessons and walking in a rouncy way himself. Like, why is she even still interested? Yeah. I would have lost interest. <laughs> I would have been like, are you okay? <laughs> He's playing hard to get. <laughs> um, but he wasn't I, even aware that he was. I believe this is the um, lack of subtlety that Snape refers to later. <laughs> Yes, I think it's way more warranted here than in, um, than later. I'm at the, I'm at remedial potions. Same. All right. So here's where my note is. Please. I just can feel reading this next section of the chapter where every snarry kinky motherfucker gets their and like their motivation i can just feel it and maybe it's just because i've seen snary stuff like advertised or like on tumblr or like i just i it's just so clear because never have i like 
read a description or seen advertisements for a snary fic where it's like, and they met in a coffee shop and <laughs> they're older. Like, like Snape is always taking the like dominant role and it's just so clear in this chapter that it all comes from this. Yeah, like you have to call me sir. sir. He, who... I just who insists that much? Like he's Oh yeah, it's just after so every obnoxious. sentence, like that is Like it's a distraction to this very important conversation. Like right. fuck off. I like you already have the power. Like you don't need to be on this power trip with Harry. That's what I that's why it's like it's like weird and deviant. Yeah. It's like why why are you insisting so strongly? I mean, I think despite him being super obnoxious like this is like a really interesting conversation me too and probably like the longest conversation they have with like minimal like disruption of like like obviously Snape is still being a child and is insulting Harry whenever he can but this is like their best conversation they've ever had I agree (laughs) um I also think yeah well I'll get into this later but um yeah uh, I just, uh, my next couple notes are just direct responses to th- things Snape says. Like, I'm arguing back with him as Harry. Yeah. Um, so when Snape says, Ugh, you think about things like a muggle speaking about mind, re- like mind yeah. reading. And I, my Harry's response is, well, sir, I was raised by muggles because you sold my parents out to Voldemort and he killed them. Um, I was just, my response was, it's deaf mind reading. Calm down, Snape. So, like, different, different snapbacks. Different snapbacks. But it's also, like, um, wow. Um, it's, like, the scene in the second Ant-Man when, uh, that scientist comes in and is, like, um, yes, this will, this is, um, this is a a serum that like will make you um talk more and make you want to be more honest and they're like so it's a truth serum and he's like no it's not a truth serum it's very different and he keeps insisting upon it not being a truth serum and it just fully is a truth truth serum serum. oh amazing um i think in this section you can kind of tell what in some ways what attracted Snape to like Baltimore he's like enamored kind of by his like power and like being able to do like this legitimate like he really respects like how powerful right Baltimore is. but I also think I think there's a clear shift in this chapter and it's real I think this chapter you and obviously in the next chapter it just reveals so much about Snape but she's so Subtle, and I could just have been trying to read more into it. So I'd love for you to like hear hear what you think about it. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, oh, but I have some more sassy notes before we get okay. there because I'm pre-shift. So, um, uh, uh, my next note is: How long do you think it took Snape to master um, sucking his own dick like this? I don't know, like four or five years. Yeah, when he's like, oh my god, like I'm the most powerful, like, <laughs> like I look at me. And I'm like, okay, like, I, do you want a trophy? I don't know what the importance of this is. I had an angry note in the middle of all this. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is coming up from anger, I think it's cool. Yeah. The most annoying part that Snape says is, like, you can't say Voldemort's name. Like, fuck you. He's the reason why Voldemort disappeared in the first place. Like, Harry has every fucking right to say his name. And, like, who do you think you are that you can tell Harry not to say it? Like, I was so angry about that. Like, it kind of came out of nowhere for me. Like, that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because there's a lot of annoying things he does in the chapter, but, like, that really, like, got under my skin. Yeah, I think it must be a fear thing. I think... Well, I think it's, like, kind of in... Yeah, I think it's... Ingrained in him. I think... I was about to say, I think it was, like, unintentional, but don't say... And then he just dug his heels in. Right. Right. Um, To save face, because I just think, yeah, he... That training, that Death Eater training. Yeah. Boot camp. Death Eater boot camp. <laughs> um, um, okay, so 
here's another thing that I found strange and like weirdly not sexual, but like just a strange detail that I felt didn't need to be added into the chapter. Why she kept fixating on Snape, like rubbing his finger over his lips. She like said it more than what, like the first time I let it pass. And the second time I was like, that's such a weird description. Why is he doing that? Like, Snape's definitely acting weird in this. Yeah, chapter. it's like, and, yeah, I don't know. And I was just like, that's such a weird, like, oral fixation, like, thing to, like, I don't know. It was, like, weird. I was like, that is, like, some sociopathic yeah. <laughs> behavior. I mean, I like, I don't think Snape is a sociopath or a psychopath at all. Right. But that's what I was saying about watching my favorite murder. Oh, okay. It's like, it just, um, when you're in, it, because they talk about a lot of, you know, because you know, people with abusive childhoods or people are being abused when they're murdered. And they talk a lot about murder because it's the show. They talk about being in situations and recognizing like mannerisms and behaviors and like you need to get out of there. And like him insisting like the way that Snape is like treating him and then like him like touching his lips is like Harry needs to get out. (laughs) Like This is a bad murder situation. (laughs) Not that I think it, 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 like Snape is gonna do anything to Harry, right? Right. But I just was like the whole time I was just like, this is a bad place. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. I mean, I think if we were to like really break it down, like I guess he's just um, being really careful about what he's saying, and I'm sure like Dumbledore gave him like really specific instructions on like what to say and how much to say. Well, I think he's really this is really nervous, and it's like very he. Snape is very vulnerable in this situation and well this is why I'm like in the shift too and he's specific he takes out those memories like he's like trying to really keep his shit together and make sure he doesn't like reveal too much like and I think he really does want Harry to like succeed yeah Yeah. he has a lot riding on it and he can't like and he's trying really hard to put his feelings aside about Harry and he's like obviously not doing a good job of it yeah but so it's very interesting of Snape. Like it's yeah, it's an interesting look on Snape trying to like kind of. I w- I would love to know what's going on in his mind right now. Well, I but, think I think he's, he's occlumencing us. But I think he does reveal a little bit too much in this yeah. chapter. I think I'm maybe have one more note before mm-hmm. this shift. Um, I was like. And I, one, I think Harry's, like, asking really good questions. Yeah. Um, and kind of really getting into it. And I think Snape is respecting it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, he starts to ask, like, some really important questions. Like, it's so important that Harry understands what Voldemort could do to Harry in this. Mm-hmm. And, like, Snape is just not the right vessel to give Harry this information. Because I don't think Harry gets it that, like... Right. Like, and he says, like, oh, so he can make me do something. And Snape's like, yeah. And it's like, there's... Well, Harry says that later. He's like, I am just trying to get this information. I don't know it. Which I think I'm proud of Harry, even though it kind of backfires on him. Because I think it's hard to ask anyone who you, who already like belittles belittles you you and like makes fun of your intelligence a question, like to say you don't understand something. And Harry's like, this is clearly important. I need to understand. And no one's really telling him that. So, and this is what Snape is supposed to be doing. So, like, they're all fair questions. Um, But, yeah, here's where I think the shift is. So, I think Snape sees, like, this past Dursley abuse, and then he gets into it, and then I think Snape is, like, crap. Like, I gotta... Like, I think he either is like he like sees it like reminds him of what he went That's through. That's what I was gonna say. It kind of reminds him. It reminds him of what he went through and I think she's definitely like paralleling them because like later in this exact the next replica of this scene yeah. you get Snape's like past bullying and I think he not that it like makes him any more warm or caring towards Harry but I think it does sort of light a fire of like oh, god I just actually do have to save this kid and he has so many raw emotions. <laughs> yeah. And I think then things, then Snape gets thrown off kilter because I think he wasn't expecting to be 
like triggered this way by Harry because he's already in a vulnerable scenario here. I think it scares him. Yeah. It was like, he's like, you did pretty good, but like, I got so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and he, but I, and even for him to say, you did better than I thought you would. Yeah. It's like, like, is some, that's why I'm saying, I think he's just, there's a complete like, his, his mask slips for a second because he's like, oh, I was, I was really expecting you to be the stupid kid that I always am insistent that you are. And, and that you're, you're entitled. And that you're, and you're really not like that. And I forgot that I made this up in my head because I hated your dad. But, like, I really do want you to succeed. And then... And I still want to hate you. Right. So there's a lot going on there. And then I think this could have been a positive shift if they didn't have their past because Harry's still on the defensive. So Harry's responding and because the rest of this scene, Snape isn't really insulting Harry in a like berating way until he's like, until it's like confrontational. He's just tough on him in a similar way that I think if McGonagall was trying to teach him something, I think that was this important. I think she would be equally like, you just got to fight through it. You got to try harder. But because they have that tumultuous past, of course, obviously Harry, and because of just literally like 10 minutes ago, you're going to be on the defensive. So Harry is like getting more and more disheartened. And I think this could have been a positive outcome in terms of they could have actually done good work here. And Harry might have actually been motivated Learn, yeah, to, to learn it. it. But I well, I was making parallels to Moody Crouch because obviously like they kind of make the parallel mm-hmm. to it's like diff, like getting the Imperious curse off. Mm-hmm. Um but like in one hand I was kind of like not the best teaching method to just be like you have to close, like, you have to just do it. Mm -hmm. But it's also, like, that's how he did the Imperius curse, and in some ways that's even how he learned how to do the Patronus. It was, like, over and over again. That's what I'm saying. It reminded me of Lupin. And and I, and I don't, and I genuinely don't think Snape knows how to teach another way. Like, I don't think he's specifically being hard on Harry here. Yeah. I think this is how, like, Snape is not a good teacher What like I think this. it's not really something you can teach. It's more about will. And yeah. Harry doesn't really have the will to do this. He doesn't want, want to. to. Yeah. Even if it's subconsciously at this moment later, he kind of, like, makes the decision that he's not going to do it. But, um... And I think Snape gets more frustrated because he starts to actually, like, think about why he cares about achieving this. And... And he, so the more he can see, like, Snape's smart. He can see that Harry doesn't have the will to do it. So then he's just like, well, you're not trying. And Harry's like, well, I am trying. And Snape's like, well, clearly you're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I thought, oh, I just think this whole monologue Snape gives is such a, like, monologue to younger Snape. So all of this, like, well, you don't know what it's going to be like. The Voldemort, you're not really trying because Voldemort is going to, could you read it? Because you have the book in front of you. Or we can play it. Like but, fools who wear their hearts probably on their sleeves. Like that yeah, part. that whole thing. Like fools that wear their hearts on their sleeves and then they leave themselves vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And then Voldemort's going to get in your Weak head. people. They don't stand a chance. Like It's all like, that's that's his story. Like he wore his heart on his sleeve. He got betrayed by the person he's supposed to be with. Voldemort gets in his head. He joins the dark side. He's weak. He's the person that has to like make up for his whole life of doing like because at first I got mad at that monologue because I was like you're literally describing yourself yeah and then I started to think oh no I think I think he's just like getting really frustrated or he's like mad at like Lily like for for you know falling trapped to like her emotions or um you know he's like yeah he's definitely mad at the past (laughs) yeah I it just felt so it, this this moment wasn't about Harry. Yeah, because Snape did learn how to control all of his yeah. emotions, except for like misery, I guess. But like, he he did master, it and he's like, "You, I can do it. Like, you can do it." Kind yeah. Of. Um, I don't know. I just think his this shift that I keep talking about is so um, 
like it's almost imperceptible because we really don't get a lot of nuance from Snape up until this point. Like you kind of are aware that it's there because yeah. it's weird that he tries to save Harry in the first one, even though he's kind of a dick. And the, I think this sets up the like reveal in seven really well. And I think Snape was like afraid of this very thing happening, which yeah. is why he didn't want to do it. He's like, I don't want to feel his emotions right. or like see into, I want to think of him the way I think of him. Right. It, it, I just think it's so good. That's why I like this chapter so much because it's just freaking, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating like character study on Snape. Um, but then he lies 10 points right. from Snape. Well, oh yeah. I'm in nowhere am I like, go Snape. No, I just no. Think he's, but I did get mad when he was like, there's yeah. nothing in the department of ministries that has anything yeah. to do with you. Come on. I just... <sighs> Ten points from you. He. Li- Why do you think he lies? To keep I Harry was... from being curious about right. it. Right. So I think he's... To got, protect I him. think he's got the best interest. Oh, I don't think he should tell him. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, just don't say any. Like, you don't have to say that. But he, Snape would... That Snape's not going to make that I know, choice. but he just, like, blatantly is, like... Nothing concerns you. Yeah. Um, but then he says, like, do I make myself plain? Like, you need to understand. Like, yeah, he's, like, he's, he's sweating. Scared. I he's think he's really scared. Yeah, he is scared. And, and oh, I, oh, no. And, like, Snape scared is, like, scary because yeah. he's, like, I just, this chapter reminded me of the Snape of it all. I just love him as a character. He's so interesting. Uh-oh, she's back, y'all. I'm she's back. back. I'm going back. I'm going back. <laughs> what I happened just, to the letter? I still think he's a terrible person, and so I should not call him, like, my favorite character the way I used to, because I think my letter was really... There was a college Alex time where I think I used to defend Snape's actions, which I don't think there is a defense for them. I think he is, yeah. like, abusive towards his students, but I... I still stand that he's an extremely, like, fascinating character. And this has, like, kind of reminded me of why I think that. I just think she, J.K., you can tell, it's sort of like Dumbledore, where it's like, you can tell J.K. Rowling had such a fun time, like, doing her, doing her character research. Yeah. Building this tale. The prince's tale. Um, Hold on just a second. Sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm out of class. I'm Same. out of... I'm excited that they're, like, just figuring out the Ministry of Magic thing and, like, the Department of Mysteries, even mm-hmm. though, like, obviously it's not a great time um, in the Department of Mysteries, but it's, like, you know, figuring out the mystery. Yeah. At this point in the book, yeah, I'm it's, excited it's, about Yeah, it. it's fun. Um, I don't like Oclemency, like, oh, Harry. Because... And I really wish, like, if Snape was, like, a better teacher, um, pardon a better term for this, given our previous conversation, but I feel like there does need to be some sort of, like, aftercare involved with, like, this kind of, like... Yeah. This, if you're gonna delve into someone's mind, especially since it... Hermione's right, like, it does make you more... It makes Harry more vulnerable. But I think Snape would be, like, you have to, like, work even harder on closing your mind because you're more right. vulnerable. Well, that's what I'm... I, I'm thinking... Well, if it was any other teacher, they might be like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's work through this. Let's do, like, a cool down or something. <laughs> I don't know. But no, I'm just laughing at Snape. No, Snape would like, never. Do that's cool what I'm saying. Down. Like, Snape would Have never do that. Moment. But, like, it, it, it is. Like, Harry feels like crap. Like, and I bet you would if, it, if oh, somebody yeah. is, like, digging through your mind and bringing up your worst memories or get him some chocolate maybe that works for this too (laughs) right the pepper up because snape i mean because lupin did that and it yeah and not in a way that was god lupin's just perfect it makes me it always makes me sad that he's not like a teacher again because he was such an excellent professor i know fucking finier grayback jesus um i thought that um, this chapter with the headless hats was when Hermione complimented Fred and George. But what am I thinking of? I did it already happen, or is it later in this book? He, she has complimented him before, 
them before when she's like, oh, it must be it hard. It's impressive that they they have to. But she like goes up to him and is like, this is really impressive. And they're like, just for that, Hermione, you get a free. Maybe it's the fireworks later. Yeah, or yeah, maybe when. Because when they're the, about to leave, yeah. there's like one night where they're still there, and then the next day. Is yeah, maybe they, that's when it is. Like I'm not making that or, part up. Or maybe it's when they open the shop. I. I think it's in the common room. And okay. I really thought it was this cat's moment. Yeah. And now I'm wondering if it happened in the fourth book and we already talked well, about it. Well, that's what it. I'm saying. We did talk. They don't come up. We never talked about her coming up to them yeah. and saying anything. But she does say I know to she Harry come, and Ron. Yeah. But no, I'm thinking of a very specific moment where she goes up to yeah. them. I don't, we haven't passed it. Okay. Um... So I'm at the dream. Yeah. He's really happy that all those motherfuckers are out of Azkaban. It's so creepy to think of Harry doing that laugh. Yeah. Like, it really freaks me out to think of that. And then, like, Dan Rad doing it. I'm like, I can't picture it. Well, I don't picture Dan Rad from the fifth movie as this hair oh me neither but i was just like i they're very i guess different like to conceptualize it i couldn't do it that was my last note mine too wow i didn't do a quiz question me either okay there wasn't anything to 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 quiz on really um who was your champ I give it to Harry. Okay. Like, I think he worked... Even though I said, like, he wasn't really have, like, the will. Like, I think at this point he does want to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's more subconscious. And, like, he stands up to Sirius and he's, like, asking good cues. I was like, good on Harry. Yeah. Who did you champ? I didn't do one because I was real. I had a... It was really hard for me to find a champ and a rat. And I think... Because of the conversation, my champ is Snape. But then I want to give Snape my champ and my rat, but then I also want to give Sirius my rat. I had Sirius, then I was like, maybe Snape too, question mark. But I was more upset with Sirius yeah. in the chapter because Snape was acting as I expect him to. Like, he was no worse than normal. Right. Like, sometimes he's worse than yes. his normal self. But um, Yeah, so I think Snape is my champ. Not because of anything he did, but because I thought it was really interesting to think about what yeah. he was, what was happening with him in this chapter. Yeah. And Sirius is my like he's rat. he's a literary because, champ. Yeah. This one. Like, when you had, like, a, a Vernon as your champ that one time. Mm-hmm. But... More than once, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, Sirius, um, I think it was clear in the way I was, I was just like, I'm disappointed in him in this chapter. Yeah. So he deserves my rap. And it's rough because it's one of our last serious scenes. Yeah. I gave it 71 points, so not, like, super high, but I still, like, enjoyed getting into, like, the conversation. I liked it more after we talked about it, but, um, I've been doing a lot of high points lately, so I'm gonna bring my average back down to medium. I did 160. Wow. I really like this chapter. I mean, that makes sense, um, since Um, you're a Snape sympathizer. Oh my god! (laughs) That Um, didn't take long. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No. Um, I mean, no, I, I think after talking, it was... Um, I just we, think... like deep-dived it a little bit more than I did when I was reading it. I just really, really like chapters that are, I think, character-based, and I think we get to get really in-depth with a lot of our main characters in the next couple books, and I think this is yeah. kind of where that begins. And even with Sirius, I think it was interesting for me to try to figure out where his mental you know self is you know especially since like he's often like put kind of on a death pedestal Mm -hmm. yeah so i i gave it really high points because it was just and i think the build we didn't really talk about the writing of the snape scene but i think the build of that scene is also very cool even though i think it's kind of creepy you talked about it I think you talked about the the writing of it and the fan fiction of it all. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm not talking about that <laughs> I know, aspect. I know. I'm talking about the just like you can feel the intensity in yeah, that room. The building tension. Like it's very clear. I mean, she's so good at building tension. Yeah. 
you just know exactly the like and maybe that's like the icky feeling that I get too yeah. just because I feel icky in that in that in that potions dungeon with the teacher that you hate and you're forced to be in your most vulnerable right. like I am just triggered by the whole thing but I think it's really really fascinating good job JK yeah um write us a review please yeah if you're feeling up to it. Send us some owls, too. Yeah. Love an owl. We'll even take, I don't know, a phoenix feather. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. We'll take a phoenix feather. With a note delivered. Or, as Alex thinks, a talking fox. I was just listening to wow. that episode. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Good times. Next week, we're doing chapter 25, The Beetle at Bay. Great chapter. Great. That's a great chapter. We're and gonna a great get chapter title. It. Like, I don't know how we're gonna rename that, uh, but we've got some Cho material. <laughs> Stay magical. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum 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 bum.